Hello and welcome to Creekcast. I'm Tammy. And I'm Josh. And we're glad you guys have joined us for this Motivational Monday. Motivational Monday. What's motivating you today? What is motivating me today? Um, let's see here. School is starting back for our eldest today. And so I'm just excited to be able to get back to some type of normalcy of life. Yes. 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 I'm so thankful that she is going to a smaller school so that she can go in person. Yes. I just really think it's important for her mental health. Oh, I agree. And for your mental health, and too. For mine. <laughs> I mean, we uh, it's been a really great time that we've been home, but it's just, it's time. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. Time to get back to somewhat of a normalcy. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. I'm just excited for her new school and she's excited. So, yeah, and there's some exciting news coming with that also that we'll share when we get more information yeah. on stuff like that. Yeah, but good. yeah, it's good stuff. We're excited to be a part of it. Um, so I'm assuming that's motivating you also. Yeah, it's motivating me. Yeah. And coffee. Coffee. Coffee is always a motivation. There's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Um, coffee is sometimes the greatest motivator. <laughs> yeah. And just getting the house together and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm going to take the day to do. You take the nap time. Nap Nap time. time, Hopefully we'll be real productive. There you go. We like productive nap times. Assuming the youngest one sleeps. She will. (laughs) She will. Yes. So shall we get into it? We shall. All right. We are in Ruth chapter one verses Hmm. 15 through 22 is where we are at today. Yeah. And we left off with Orpa returning back home. Yes. And then Ruth decided to stay. Yep. Um, And Naomi is like, look, your sister-in-law is going back to her people. Do the same thing. And here we see Ruth um, just really showing her devotion to Naomi. You know, don't tell me to leave you. Where you go, I'll go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. And just that Ruth is essentially saying, I, we're going to forget where I, who I was. Yeah. This is who I am now. Yeah. And it's um, our commentary talks about that a little bit, how the worship that mm. the Moabites did were was idol worship. They had sacrificed babies. And it's terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. And Ruth was like, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I want to be with you and with your people and with your God. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, you know, we don't know what type of life Naomi and her sons were living while they knew Ruth and Orpa and how, you know, how much of the gospel or not, like how much of their religion they shared or anything like that. But they did enough to have Ruth's attention, mm-hmm. you know, and Ruth was like, this is what I want. I don't want to go back. I don't want to do anything of like this. I want to go with you. And that. That you know, statement that she makes of my, my, your, your people be my people. Your God will be my God. You know, only death will separate us. I mean, that's a powerful message right there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you think about it, that's between her and her mother-in-law, you yeah. know, that's just the, the relationship that they had and just how much they meant to each other was so important that they, that's all they, they focused on. I mean, they were all each other had essentially. Yeah. They lost everyone else. Yep. And so they get back to Bethlehem, you know, the house of bread, you know, Bethlehem they are at. And um, the people are like, isn't that Naomi? Like, cause it's a small town, 
you know, Bethlehem was not a major city. It's, you know, yeah. only a few hundred people, if that. And they all knew Naomi had left. You know, we're talking about over 10 years now. You know, it's been a while. And they come back and Naomi changes her name to Mara, which means bitter. Yeah. She is bitter. She is bitter. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, the focus of she, you can tell she's not in her right spot. Yeah. You know, and even that, you know, she says, I went away with fool and the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has tested, testified against me and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me? You know, she is so focused on what's going on that she has no hope, you know, and it's so easy for us to get like that. It's so yeah. easy, as, as humans, we get there all the time where we feel like there's no hope. There's no, um, nothing is going to be able to help us through this situation. Nothing can good can come out of it. And we just get so focused on what's going on at hand that mm-hmm. we miss out on focusing on what God is doing and yeah. seeking the good in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she... I mean, in her bitterness, she could have affected the whole situation. Thankfully, God is sovereign and God is good. And he worked in spite of that. Um, But, yeah, just, you know, and I just thinking, when in my bitterness have I turned someone away from God instead of drawing them towards him? I mean, that's a a very, I mean, that's a hard thing to think about because let's face it, we've all been there, you (laughs) know. Yeah. Um, We've all been in those situations where like... I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to help anybody. I don't want to focus on anything going on. I just want to be in my bitterness and bring as many people down with me. Yeah. And, you know, that situation, misery loves company type thing, you know, and it's a hard thing for us to get out of that cycle of just living in it. And I think honestly, in this time that we're in, if we are not making sure that we are being poured into spiritually and, in our word and studying and surrounding ourselves with like-minded Christians and um, being in church, whether it's in person or online. um, If we are not careful, we can definitely get into a bad spot with everything that's going on in our world. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's that focus of what am I doing to make sure I'm staying as close to God as I can. Yeah. Cause it's what's needed, you know, Cause you can look at the news every day and be like, it's just getting worse and worse. You know, yeah. it's just sadness and depression. And, you know, now we can even go to the state fair because, you know, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and then you just start talking about schools and well, starting online and blah, blah, blah. And like, we can just so focus on the bad of stuff that we need to focus on. Well, let's see what God's doing. Let, let's yeah. see how he's working. I mean, we just look at the number of salvations we've had so far just through all this. And it's been amazing. Yeah, it is. God's you know, good. Just seeing how God is working and how God is helping out in each of these situations just brings all the glory and honor to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen somewhat of a falling away, people falling away from churches, but those who are committed and those who are here, you know, maybe not here in person, but here online. Yeah. Like I see a strength and a motivation and that's exciting. Yeah. This is a conversation I have with somebody about how through this time we're really seeing the people who are devoted to their faith and the ones who are just putting on the show. Yeah. And I I hate to say it like that, but it's sort of the truth. Yeah. You know, those who are devoted are finding ways to get plugged in or finding ways to stand out and do what is right. But the ones who just put on the show are like, well, 
I can do it whenever I want to. I might not do it. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, it's definitely a, a testing of our faith. It's definitely a, it's been a wake up call just for the church in general of, Hey, what are we doing to reach people? What are we doing to, it's been tough. I mean, oh, we're yeah. having to find completely new avenues and, um, yes. but you know, I would, we were talking about in discipleship group, just, um, the verses we were reading in Matthew talking about, you know, God gives us the grace and the gifts that we need for the moment. And so wherever you are and whatever God has you doing, he's given you what you need to yeah. do it well for his kingdom. So look for that and don't focus on the bad. Yeah. <laughs> focus on the good. Focus on the good, which is sometimes harder said than done, but it's the important thing to do. Well, you have anything else to add for this? Nope. All right. So our prayer request for today is for Germany. Um, pray for a spiritual awakening among the predominantly lost youth. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the custom, coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, did we mention they provide the world's softest prints and the world's softest tees? Go say hi to Carl on sundaycool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then our life step for today. Never in her wildest imagination could Ruth have ever guessed what God is planning for her. Can you trust God for what He's planning, what He has planned for you? And I think that's a, a very that's a lot to it right there. Is that we just have to trust that God yeah. is working, that God is doing, that He's always moving, and we have to. We don't have to have all the details no. in order to be obedient. No, tell that to our child all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, isn't it amazing how much we tell to our child? And it's like, you know, that applies to me and my relationship yeah. with God, too. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, for this Motivational Monday, I've been Josh. I'm Tammy. Booyah. Booyah.